Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Building You. I am your host, Stasia, and today's episode is all about abuse. And today's episode, I, I am warning you in advance, may be a bit triggering for you because we are going to be looking at the red flags in ourselves. So that would be a classic the victim or the survivor, whichever term you like to use. And just because a lot of the time, it's all about the red flags and the abuser role. The other term which is used as a perpetrator. But in order to be able to have healthier relationships with ourselves and with other people going forward, we do have to look at ourselves and how we contribute. Now, I'm not talking about when we've got into some relationship and we're trapped and they're tracking you where you're going, they're asking you what time you go to return home. And it's essentially, the home is essentially your prison which looks like freedom from the outside and it may look like you've got a beautiful home but on the inside you're trapped physically and you're also trapped mentally because you can start wondering in your mind of he is trapping me and I've also trapped myself um, so we're actually going to look at the beginning stages when we when we see that something is wrong but we're not, act, not actually questioning it we are questioning it with the abuser or perpetrator, but we're actually not questioning it with ourselves in terms of, am I going to continue to tolerate this? And the reason why it is so important to look at how we contributed in the beginning by ignoring that something's not right, it will help us to, again, have those healthier relationships going forward. And again, get some closure within that relationship of, uh, that's where I ignored myself. And these topics are difficult to have because it does mean you will probably end up going back to your childhood and looking at the attachments you had with your caregivers. And that can be really difficult because what's very easy to do is to shut it off, shut the pain down and just put coping mechanisms in place so we don't have to experience that pain again. But what's different now is that you are not solely a child anymore. You are also an adult. So that adult is able to be there for that child whilst you acknowledge that pain. Um, and this is where therapy and having like coping mechanisms that actually help you work through the pain is an essential part of the journey of healing, recovering, whatever word suits you. But being able to get that closure that you didn't have with a child. Well, we are going to get going. If you start and think this is too much, switch it off and come back. So my son's red flag is not questioning the confusion you are experiencing here on your own. So for example, um, I think I mentioned it in the previous episode, but let's say you are going out for dinner at the court and they get to you by 7 o'clock and you say, I thought we were meeting at six. I've been waiting an hour. And they say, no, it was seven o'clock. And you say, no, we definitely agree at six o'clock because I finished work and you said you have something on. Oh, don't make a big deal about it. And in your mind, you know, full well, you agree at six o'clock. You wrote down your diary straight after the phone call. And instead of just questioning them, you don't have that conversation with yourself and you don't check it with yourself is this okay is this something i want to be a part of 
Another example is they might put your car keys on top of the fridge when you always put them down the door. And they say to you, you must have put them on the fridge last night. You must be losing it. And you're thinking, no, I put them down on the side where I always put them because it is my house that they're staying over at. And they can only put on the fridge. Do you not remember? You must have drank two lots, even though you could drank one glass of wine. You know full well that you can walk as normal when you've had one glass of wine. Knowing me, probably couldn't, not in a long time. Uh, and the confusion that you experience actually gets you to question yourself rather than questioning the relationship that is developing. And this is a red flag for us ourselves because we are saying that it's okay to question my reality and also fact. And when we don't challenge the reality because we are fearing what the response will be, because in our childhood we weren't able to be caught and we can see it playing out again, we are really just reenacting our childhood all over again where we keep quiet. And as the famous thing for the children is be seen and not heard. So that moves me on to my second point, which is you cannot have debate. It's their way or the highway. And you find yourself having these scenario conversations in your head, thinking, how do I say it? Do I say it this way? And you play out this whole conversation in multiple ways, and it actually doesn't go down like that. Or you go to approach them, and you cannot have that scenario of conversation you had in your head. Because what is starting to happen is that you're actually starting to clear their response and you are fearing that you may upset them rather than checking in with yourself and thinking, how do I feel when I approach them? How do I feel in myself? You end up pushing down who you are as a person. You push down all those feelings that you experience and you think they are more, they are more important than me and what they have to say is more important than what I have to say. Rather than it being an equal conversation, and if we disagree, then let's talk about it. Well, it has to be a no. They have, I have to make sure that they're okay and I agree with them. And what tends to happen when this, during that process in that early stages of the relationship, is what you're telling yourself is my voice does not matter. And what I have learned from a group I attend every week, um, which is one of our mantras, is our silence does not protect us. And this is so important at the beginning of the relationship. But whatever is manifesting within that relationship at the beginning stages is how it's going to be along the way when you dig into it and you have children or you have a mortgage to give it or you have other commitment. So do you want to silence yourself? And if not, then it's time to death away and actually just think, who am I becoming in process? Do I like who I am becoming? Because if I stay this person, what does that look like in the next two months? What does that look like in the next year? What am I going to have to sacrifice if I become the person they rather than the person they will accept? So that moves me on to the third point is another red flag, which is confusing what it is to be a woman to a man in today's society and who am I as a person? Because let's say they uh, want to pick you up from your work 
or drop you off somewhere instead of you heading over by the bus or going in your own car. And in your mind, you are thinking, struggle or haven't died. There are, there are gentlemen around. But then slowly but surely, you are telling them where you're going, what time you will be back. You're starting to rush a little bit at the end of the day, you work there, which you never used to do, because you think, oh, they're going to ask me why I spent 10 minutes longer than usual. Or you start to panic when the bus is taking a little bit longer. Or with trains at the minute, the amount of strikes that's going on in the news is there's seeing lots of cancellations and you find yourself worrying, will, will it be cancelled for next week or the week after? And before you know it, wherever you're going to or wherever you are coming from, you have them in your mind. And before you didn't think like that, you were just coming from a place and going from a place. And you're excited or, you know, you've had a long day and you just want to chill out and relax. But now it's all about them in your mind. Am I going to get a lecture? Am I going to get lobster? Am I going to have to explain myself? Which brings you back to childhood of having to explain yourself and explain what you are doing, even though adult will give you more freedom, which is debatable. <laughs> but it is meant to give you more freedom, but you seem to be giving that freedom back because you don't know how to handle it and you don't know how to enjoy it for yourself. It has to be given and handed to someone else in order to feel seen and feel worthy and feel like. So because you're thinking about them more and more, you end up cancelling where you are going because they end up joking saying, oh, don't you want to spend time with me? We may actually start having them or them or they head to that generation of my next point, which is you are adding the fantasy family. And what I mean by that is you start creating this fantasy in your head of somebody children and or maybe you'll be nice and I just need to let them away. And this is a red flag for yourself because instead of admitting what the reality is, the way in which they feel, you always think it was a one off, or it's next time, or they will be better, or they are trying, or you make it And you create this fantasy that everything's going to work out. They have not so much better. And you are living there in their own life where it's a performance. And the reason why I say this is a red flag is because you don't want to admit to yourself how you might feel. You are also looking for a way out of your own life. even though you are in your own you feel like you don't know what it is. But when you are with them, because it's a honey, you're high get better. You are rushing yourself because once upon a time, that's all 
within your company. So that leads me on to my next point, which is you give up your choices, and that can be in what you eat, you drink, what you wear. For example, so I will use my own example, I chocolate around almost picking up and I stopped letting myself have choice uh, very quickly and the reason I say this is a red flag is because you are sacrificing yourself and your choices that you are allowed to make as an adult because you were unable to make as a child and it is so important for you to be able to keep hold of those choices because in life we say oh we've got free speech and we live in a free world but we don't we are so where we get those choices need to cherish spread. So my next point is unless you are self responsible what I mean by that is your own childhood allows you to empathize and understand where they're coming from where they tell you they had a struggling childhood. But the difference is the responses and the choices you both make as an adult going forward. But because you know that pain will understand what it is to not have a voice and feel helpless. And the reason why I use the word admit is because you think they're trauma is yours and vice versa, when really your trauma is yours and they're trauma is yours. And you both have choices to make and how you respond and how to allow that trauma to control you. And the decisions you make in hearing and recovering that trauma. Now, just because you think the therapy doesn't give them the excuse of why they can say no reason to feel power more so it's a tough one because I think the reason we pick the people that are here is because we are trying to fix something that we weren't able to fix in ourselves and it is just like a bit like a godlike complex. They look to the culture for the but you think we can fix their childhood trauma and take their pain away. And that is not our job, it never will happen. And we are not good work, not fix them. They can all change and develop themselves. And the reason why they get restricted with it, um, you may not feel so, is because you are telling them they are not okay the way they are. And yes, their behaviours are toxic and and painful to experience and go through, but that's a choice of, well, that's about making a choice of, do I stick around or do I step back? And unfortunately, you have to make those decisions because you cannot fit, you wouldn't like it either. it's shown in the way that we lose ourselves and we use the term and a very common term when we do get out of that the road that I'm able to get out is they broke me, I don't recognise myself and we hate it. So yes. But we're both doing different things trying to get the same result but in different ways. So another red flag is that you try to prove you are better than the rest of the and they will tell you a soft story of oh this ex was crazy or this ex did that or um my wife 
So a good way in which we can recognize the failure on in the relationship, asking ourselves, what can I find? Who am I trying to And those kind of questions can get you checked back in with yourself if you are able to make healthy and not be afraid of the same path. So my next red flag, the term used to describe yourself and to being in a unhealthy relationship. So you may say, I am a bit of abuse, which is saying, I am still part of that story with that person. And that is part of my identity. Rather than saying, I want my, so you are putting that story in the past and you are describing it. Did that happen? And it's not your identity because when the term victim, when someone uses the word victim, you are staying in all those behaviors and patterns that you have just and change become something for them. And you are taking that part of you into the next chapter. Now, the trauma you experience, that trauma will be there for a lifetime. You will always be that. Who you are gets to change, and even though there's a part of you that changed because of that trauma, you, you are no longer a victim. You get to choose the next chapter of your life, and as awful as it was at the time, you were victimized, and they did put you through some horrible stuff, and they did take your voice away, take your rights away, and made you feel like nothing. And it's really tough because we also felt like nothing before it came along and, and we just didn't recognize it. But when they were making us feel like nothing, it was just something familiar. And so going forward, who do I want to be? How do I want to identify with that person? That trauma will follow me, but how do I want to identify with it? <coughs> And the question lies with how do you want to identify with that person going forward in your story? And you may be separated, you are not divorced yet because they are making it very difficult. So do you refer to them as your ex-husband because that is the process you are going through the picture not fine, but you are going through Or do you call them husband because a part of you still wants to hold on to the hope of their nature even though they have shown through their behaviour? Every single day for the past 10 years, 20 years, 5 years, that is who they are. And if they are saying, go, I want to just not change it spot. And in some cases, people do not want to change because it means they will no longer get their needs met in the way that they want to get them met. And as well, do you want to refer to them by their name or do you want to call them an ex or it or him? Now, for me, 
And I thought I'd call them. Feels like we are together and are not necessarily we are in a relationship, but we are a part of each other. And even though we have children together, whereas when I refer to him as its own person and him having no story, and it separates him from me and it allows me to have my own voice, have my own story and be my own person and I no longer mess with them. And it's this weird entanglement together, which I discussed in the previous uh, Episode. So I hope you found that useful. If you did, please like, subscribe, and share with anyone that would relate to this podcast. And if you have any questions along the way, just drop them in the comment box or drop me a private message and reach out. And I guess I'll be ready to go.